Hey, it's me. It's Bones. Welcome to the Bones and Toast Podcast. I'm not here. Neither is the intro or outro music, because I'm not an adult. COVID hasn't stopped me. I'll be back next week. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Love you. That's uh, going to get banned by Twitter, Facebook, and all the other alphabet social media organizations, boy. Hopefully YouTube don't ban you. Ooh-wee. And we're back with another episode of Bones and Toast. We're here with you on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, I think it's Tuesday. I'm sorry. I'm fucking up. <laughs> Tuesday afternoon, everybody. We're here. Um, my partner, my podcasting partner, is not here again this week, but that's okay. He is recovered, I believe, from the Rona. He is simply taking a sojourn into the wilderness for a few days of solitude, and we wish him a good uh, recreation. I wish him that, too. He but needs it. between now and then, we have a, a guest that's been on the show before. Uh, Jake the Snake, Big Dick Daddy from Cincinnati, is here That's with right. us in the studio today, and he's going to talk to me about the things going on in the world. Oh, uh, welcome back. Little things. Okay, so before we get started, uh, if y'all want to, you could go... Uh, we I noticed we got a few emails this week, so uh, you go over to bonesandtubs at gmail.com and send us long-form emails. I'll read, I'm going to be reading one of those at the end of the show, um, and then... If you want, you can hit us up in our DMs on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash bones and tubs. If you want, you could contribute to our Patreon where we buy equipment basically with the money you give us. Patreon.com forward slash bones and tubs. We're also on Venmo, PayPal, and Cash App. But anyway, so what we wanted to talk about today, because we're just going to dive right into the topic. We'll just dive right in there. It's weird. Like normally, you know, when it's me and me and him, we, we pitter, pitter, pitter around for, you know, good... 15, 20 minutes, and everybody complains. You know, when does it start? Well, it's starting now, motherfucker, uh, mother trucker. You know, we're trying not to cuss as much on the show because we we have new listeners uh, from the Marf Fugel family that uh, don't like the blue language. Ooh. So let's try to keep it. Imagine you're having a conversation with grandma. Okay. <sighs> yeah, I can do that. Yeah, you see, what I, you see what I mean? You get where I'm throwing you at you? You to break the sentences down. Yeah. So, you know, just pick your words wisely, Persian. <laughs> so, um, no, today what we're talking about is, and I think it's like something that has to be like thoroughly like hashed out, and that's that it's social media's involvement in one, politics, and two, the um, disclosing or uh hindering of being able to access information. And of course this comes from this whole situation with um okay, so the whole story goes basically supposedly. I can't say any of this for sure cuz I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly <laughs> Hunter Biden took his laptop to a computer repair shop, mm -hmm. right? And the man who was doing the repairs, now mind you, anybody who takes your your computer into a store, you you sign off rights to whatever, whatever you online. have on that thing, right? So, like, it don't matter what you have on it. It's not like, uh, you know, conversations with your psychiatrist where they have to remain private or with your doctor, for that matter. You Whatever's on there, you're, you're willfully giving it up to them and saying, I'm okay with you seeing this, you know? Yeah. That's why most people just buy a new computer. <laughs> yeah, especially, like, when you're, like, uh, here's the thing. Like, I get some people are kind of skeptic, skeptical of this because, like, Okay, we're talking about uh, a man whose father is... I mean, they're a wealthy family, right? I so see. why the hell did he invest in going... Le allowing private data to be get put into someone else's hands, unless he's just that stupid, which... 
considering what we know now, that's not a that's not a stretch of the imagination uh, to say that Hunter Biden is the black sheep of the Biden clan. That's I think that gives black sheep a bad name. But <laughs> that's not good. No. So he oh, takes man. his computer to this guy. Apparently, I think it was in New Jersey. I thought it was in Pennsylvania somewhere. Pennsylvania, what have you? He he takes a a to a computer repair guy, right? Computer repair guy opens this thing up, and it is a, apparently it is just a treasure trove of very illegal things that have been going on of all nature, right? I, yeah, uh, there's stuff out there. We don't see the thing is the FBI is investigating it. They're actively investigating it. That's kind of a stretch of what we're actually going to find out from this, considering how much we've trashed the FBI on the show before. Yeah, but here's. Here's the thing, though, is that the FBI is investigating it. We don't know much for sure, right? We only know what we've been told from partisan individuals, right? What we do know is some photographs that came from it of Hunter Biden. He won a couple of them, him trying to I what assumed to be his sexiest poses. <laughs> but he just looks like a greasy... Like, oh, he's definitely greasy. He looks like a greasy, hapless bed. like turd. You know what I mean? Like It's like the kind of pictures like you would see... And like a, a, a like a fifty year old midlife crisis dad who just got divorced oh and is living in like a, a, a what do they call those like the rent controlled fucking condominiums for bachelors? You know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to think of it, but yeah, but I you get what I'm yeah, saying. I get what you're right? saying he looks like that type, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the one who's definitely trying to scam women about half of his age, if not less. Okay, I mean. Um, one picture has him literally passed out with a crack pipe in his mouth. Yep. Okay. Oh, that one cracked. That one got. I think that's the first picture I've seen. So, which led to the bad. Which that's the thing. I mean, we've all had our bad moments, right? But why? Are we, it looks I mean, like a I, selfie, I, I'm, is it not? I don't like to cast shade, but I'll tell you right now, there exists no pictures of me with a crack pipe in my mouth anywhere. But in any capacity, did he take a picture of that himself, or was that? I hope not. I feel like it is. I feel like he was just so cracked out. He's like, you know what? This is a good he's idea. Fuck, he, click. He wanted to mess with somebody. So he's like, hey, let me take a picture of me. It's like I'm sleeping with a crack pipe in my mouth. But that's the thing, though. There's still questions to be asked. Like, even if it was just fake, why? Why? Why do you have a picture of a crack pipe in your mouth? Why do you have... And the crack pipe was obviously used. It, yeah, it's... I mean, you look at the thing. It's some. I mean, I don't... Listen, I am no expert on crack pipes, but that thing no. looked like it had been burned a few times. You know what I mean? So... I've seen enough cops to know. But here's the thing. Supposedly, the pictures are just the tip of the iceberg. There were documents in that computer. Like, let's go down the... Let's just go down the iceberg, right? The things that we know. The pictures. Okay. Pictures. The documents from the... That firm in Ukraine. Yeah, the emails. Yeah, where oh. they're talking about certain people getting certain amounts of money for mm-hmm. basically strong arming themselves into profits, right? And yep. that there was this mysterious big I think they call it Big Daddy or something <laughs> like that. Big Daddy. Who presumably is his father getting his cut of said money, said bribery I money. Was, I think it was Pops. Was it pop? It was something like that. Yeah, because right? they were they're making a bunch of corn pop memes. Well, the, <laughs> but you know the whole corn pop thing, right? Yeah, this old story about how there was like a drug gangbanger named Corn Pop that he had to deal with back in the day, like good old Corn Pop. Okay. Anyways, so so that's the things like that most people know what they're talking about. Now there are things like let's go below the proverbial water of this iceberg and go to supposed things. Supposedly, there are alerted pictures of him with, on there with underage 
children. I heard you can see some hands and arms and stuff. I I heard it was going off. On I'm it. not saying that this is true. This Me is the, these are these are merely things that I have I have other people have said. I don't know. I don't know if they're true, but it is. I mean, speculative at best. But the thing is, so because unless we see, I don't want. I don't want to see those pictures. I don't. Want yeah, to see, no one wants. I don't want to fucking. I don't cut that out. I don't want to see them, right? But I need to know whether they exist or not. And then supposedly there was something on there involved, Im- implying that the Chinese government had video evidence of Biden Senior doing something greasy. With an underage person, I thought they had. A, I thought. I thought the Chinese government had it all, and that basically, uh, that would make uh, Joe Biden uh, uh, compromised. He, he he like if if the Chinese government had something like that on him, uh, it's like in the same vein as back when they thought that dirty dossier on Trump was real back in the last election, mm-hmm. one where he like let prostitutes piss on him or something like that. Uh, from I don't remember the whole story. It ended up being. Me back. I'm pretty sure it ended up being fake. But uh, but the whole premise of that was is that that dirty dossier was something that the Russians had. They had the video or whatever, mm-hmm. and that they were holding it over Trump's head as some sort of collateral for his machination. So this is the same thing. Only we're talking about Biden and not Russia, but China, right? Yeah. So I these feel are like a lot more evidence. So here's the thing. Like I don't know how much of that part I want to believe because I feel like it just seems too like coincidental that they would have something of the same vein that they supposedly had of Trump. But here's, okay. So this is where we're getting with this whole topic today is that, okay, let's, let's, let's reverse the time machine, right? Go back to 2016 and this dirty dossier comes out, right? Mm -hmm. Buzzfeed puts it out there. I remember them being the first ones, right? And of course it exploded. Everybody yep. was getting a hold of it and they were looking through it, see what was in it and da 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 da. There was ne'er a social media outlet that sought to ban people from sharing this that dirty dossier from from getting it as far as the eye could see, right, out to the world to make sure that everybody had a possibility oh, yeah. to see that dirty dossier and they did nothing to stop it, right? Nope. Now, not at all. we can assume that in the last 4 years things have changed a little bit. Maybe, you know, like maybe they've gotten better at being able to do that. But here's the thing. There was no effort whatsoever in trying to stop that dirty dossier, which for all intents and purposes turned out to be fake uh, from from getting out there. Yeah. Right. And for everybody able to see it. Now, let's fast forward to now. Okay, we have a new let's say let's call it the dirty dossier. uh, Part two. Part two electric boogaloo. (laughs) Okay. So, <laughs> electric boogaloo. Yeah. So you have this second dirty dossier, more or less, concerning Hunter Biden and his father, and the New York Post puts it out there. Which I'm not gonna. I'm not, you know, pulling Buzzfeed and well, but I'm for all intents and purposes, Buzzfeed doesn't have a penis, but mm-hmm. um, New York Post for the same, probably not. But I'm I'm not gonna flop their dicks out on the table and measure them here nope. and say which is a more reputable media source, right? But we could go ahead and assume, let's say the one that's been around longer possibly has a better reputation for reputable facts, right? Versus the one that I'm pretty sure is the go-to news media outlet for uh, people that are confused about their identity, right? Yeah. Okay, let's just say that. 
I'm not going to go any further than that. That's just what I'm going to yeah. say. Let's just, just say yep. they have problems. They have problems. Okay. So anyways, so New York Post posts part of this dossier. They post about it and people begin to start sharing it, right? People in the Trump, like major Trump players, mm-hmm. like his press secretary and uh, even Trump himself, his sons and da, 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 da. And Twitter proceeds to fucking like... Yeah, we can't have this. No, no, yeah, no. Twitter proceeds to like just wipe them out. Like they they locked their accounts. They said we can't put this up here, and they they wanted to cite the fact that there were email addresses in the dossier or whatever, and that that was the reason why. And then later on, they recanted and said, "Well, we just don't we we don't want you. We don't we can't uh, send or we can't send that." Um as I say, false information. Yeah. Well, we. Yeah. Or, it cannot either be. Um, it can neither be verified nor denied. Yeah. Uh, and then they go, and then of course the talking heads go to their go-to uh, uh, fight on this one and say, "Oh, it's, it's Russian propaganda, right?" Ah, man. Okay, so Russia, Russia, Russia. Man, I, mean, I don't know. They're gonna have to switch that up here soon. People are getting tired of that scapegoat. <laughs> okay, so you have. Them blocking all these people and cutting them off. And anybody that's trying to share it, you're not able to share it. You can't share the information. You can't get it anywhere. Now, there's a possibility that in the last four years, they've upped their game and been able to, they can do things like that now. But something tells me, and we're not all naive enough to believe this, that they did, like, they had the capabilities back then, but did nothing, right? Now, we could go on and on and on about bias in social media mm-hmm. when it comes to politics right i mean it's obvious there's yep. no there's no there's no speculating on this one it's it's 100 it's blatant it's, obvious now here's the thing and this is where i'm going to argue and say it's within twitter's right it's within facebook's right it's within any social media's right to ban any content that they don't want on their site they're a privately held company they're allowed to do they want and when people begin to say well they're violating the First Amendment au contraire. Because here's the problem, is that the whole principle of the First Amendment, like, here's the thing. I don't have, like, if me and you are having a conversation and I don't like what you're saying, I don't have to listen to you anymore. There's nothing in, in the Constitution that says freedom of speech extends between me and you, right? Nope. And that's the same thing with you and a private company, Okay. They don't have to, you're working, now mind you, in social media, you're working through that company. You're using that company as your pulpit, right? Yep. But the problem is, is you don't own the pulpit. Somebody else owns the pulpit. And if they don't like what they're what someone's be saying on their pulpit, they have all the right in the world to take that pulpit away from you. Yep, they do. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. Now, that's not to say there's two things that go with this. And that's the flip side to it. Yeah, th- and that's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing, is that... People who are celebrating this need to like really pump the brakes because it can happen to them just as quickly as it could happen to anybody else. And it's a matter of whose side are you on right now? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. I go back to um, a couple months ago when you had federal agents arresting people in uh, Portland and whatnot, right? And yeah. Antifa and stuff were crying to... Uh, libertarians and whatnot to help out and try to stop this. And we kind of ignored them. And I said, I don't blame people for ignoring them considering you've made a mockery of our anti-government sentiment for a long time, 
but because yep. you're not in power, you're okay. You're you and you're getting persecuted now. You're you're the one crying for help from us. And I was like, I wouldn't be mad at anybody who told them, no, we're not going to help you. And okay, here it is. We're back at it again. Yep. The tables have turned back around. Okay, and you have corporations. Okay, getting in all shutting over. people down. Now, and that's the thing, like, if, <laughs> and this is the part that, like, it baffles me, like, we're dealing with people who generally lean towards the left when it comes to their collective ideologies, right? Yep. And the thing is, like, you're cheering on a corporation, right? Something that you say inherently we should not trust by any means, because they have an agenda of their own that doesn't suit uh, the benefit of the people, right? Mm-hmm. So, how are you, like, it's so, like, hypocritical, to the point, like, it, fr- it frustrates me to no end. Like, I-, I get so mad about this because it's like, you're cheering this on right now. You're cheering on them shutting all this down because it they're shutting down what you don't like. But mm-hmm. the problem is, I go back to, I'll quote uh, uh, Larry Flint here. And that's what Larry Flint said. Uh, I don't think Larry Flint actually said this, but I, I attribute this to Larry Flint. Um, he said, uh, freedom of speech does not protect the speech that you like. It protects the speech that you hate. Oh, that is a good one. I like that. And I get it. They're a private corporation. But they can't, like Twitter, like Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg, they want to get on these perceptual high horses and act like they're moral people, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm here to tell you now that considering the amount of censorship that they've been engaging in and try to like cover it up as like mistakes or like have little like quid pro quos or like, oh, well, it's because of this, not because of the content, because of something else they did. Now, it, hiding behind their, their guidelines and scrupulous or- things, why don't they just come out in the open and say, we hate, we hate what we hate? Like, because that's the thing. I think it would give people a broad idea. Like, like, for example, like if they just can't outright said, um, we do not believe in the values of conservative Americans. Like, say Mark Zuckerberg came out like that. We do not believe like that. And we are going to stop that speech at all costs. Because that's obviously... I mean, that's what they're doing. It they is. hide behind guidelines and and simple uh, matters of procedural error uh, for their doings. But the thing is, like, if they just outright said, we don't like conservatives, and we are going to silence them at all costs, people would stop using their services. They would. But because... For some reason or another, people still use their cert. Like that's the thing that baffles me. Like, and the thing is, like, you could be like, "Well, let's go to a different app, right?" That maybe an app. Maybe there's an app out there that we can use that. But the problem is, is that it was, who uh, owns that app? Well, and that's the thing yeah. is that, it, and here lies the problem is that every time someone has tried to branch out and create a better app for freedom of speech and be able to like really be about freedom of speech and set, like ha- welcoming everybody to the table, there's radicals that ruin it. Right, From that happened sense. with uh, I can't remember what the name of it was. Gab, remember I Gab? I, I don't think I ever got Gab. Okay, Gab, that's what happened to Gab. It got overrun by radicals, and they had to shut it down. And the thing is, like, so you can't. It's so stifling. It's almost to the point now where, like, I am so sick of. Facebook and Twitter and all that. I'm I'm a short hair away from just like cutting it, it all, all. C- uh, cutting it all. I like it's not good for me. You know what I mean? I could get listen. I could find play like I, if if you're getting your news from social media, there is a problem in the first yeah, yeah. place. Like there are many sources out there to get news, and I'm not even talking like you could go to any site 
and collect data and figure out what's worth looking at and what's worth not looking or what's what's not worth looking at. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I also think a lot of how people. About, how about we take a step back and let decide for ourselves like what we're willing to accept as content. You know what I mean? Because I think we have to figure out like. The reason that like these people are, are able to continue to do what they do is because we allow them to do it by giving them our giving them our attention. So they only they only are able to exist on the attention we give them, right? So if we step away from them and deny them what they crave, they will kowtow to the idea that they need to open this back up for everybody and not just for those that they serve. It's that simple. That's pretty simple, yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. But I just, I mean, I got a Twitter, or you even want to say the name. You could say it. Okay. I have a uh, Twitter, Mm -hmm. and it's just, I mean, I get on there, and it's just, I mean. Twitter's gross, dude. It's, I mean. I'm sorry, like, that's. There's some shit on there. Whoops. Yeah, you're good. (laughs) There's some stuff. Crumb. Yeah, there's a bunch of, let's just say stuff under the table. Mm-hmm. on twitter that i think it's like you said it's hypocritical for them let's just get rid of this 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 but if i type in this little hashtag it'll take me to this this and this how is this allowed on there they have um, allowed themselves to be like taken control of by not only that they've allowed themselves to be take taken control of by straight up sjw's right mm-hmm. like people with their mental gymnastics like there have literally been times where i've literally seen people post things like you know i wish all white people would die yeah, I see. right. <laughs> and like, you go to re- like people report that, right? And then they're like, "We don't see anything wrong with this guy, this guideline," yeah, because they a- they they built into that con- the perception that uh, like people say, "Well, that's racist," right? Well, then the people yeah. running the show who are a bunch of like mental gymnastic SJWs who will be like, "Oh, well, that's not racist because racism is prejudice plus power." And the thing is, is like that Twitter user who said all white people should die is a black person, so they can't be racist because they have no power. Yep. Agreed. Right. So that that's and that a- so that's the avenue. Instead of being like, oh, that's hate speech, regardless of what you actually mean by that. Or he'll say that, oh, that's just an opinion. That's just Yeah. That's, that's nothing. But now now uh, you know or like you know Timmy says this I saw a tweet from this woman where she said, I'm pregnant. I'm about to go find out if it's a girl or an abortion. Oh my gosh. And, you know, someone I assume would report that as misandrous, but it never got taken down. And people, she came on layers like, it was a joke. It was a joke. That's a well, horrible. and that's the problem is, is that we can't joke anymore. Nope. That's uh, been ruined. Yeah. Everything's been ruined. I can't find, there's so little I find funny anymore because the thing is like it, it when you, when you've been had like you, it's like they affixed these permanent political lenses to us that keep us from being able to see anything with throughout without a political lens, right? Like without, like just, I just want to be able to enjoy something again, right? Exactly. But the thing is, like you, every new media they come out with has an agenda. They have a re- like it's not just for entertainment anymore, right? Nothing's nope. for entertainment. We can't be entertained without getting a. It's like, it's like back in the day. I think they still have it too. They. uh TV networks get money from the government for providing educational content, mm-hmm. right? So, like, let's case in point, like PBS. Right? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Okay, so like, look at like, um, like you remember Arthur? Yeah. Show like the kids show Arthur, or even any kids show. It could be any, literally any kids show, SpongeBob or anything. 
I don't know if it's like this anymore, but it used to be. You oh, had to have yeah. some level of educational content in order to get the money from the government, right? So with that, but the thing Probably is like, but okay, okay, but... I know where it is now. So it's a matter of like um, what I, what we call meat and milk, right? Mm-hmm. So like milk is just like something that's sweet and it's just entertaining, right? Like let's take for example, I mean, let's let's uh, Star Wars, right? Okay, the original trilogy. Uh, I don't think you can. I mean, other than like highfalutin lessons of philosophy and morality and how you're supposed to live, mm-hmm. you can't really get a lesson lesson from it, right? You can't learn anything, right? You just understand like there are certain things, you know, that good will triumph over evil and you have to fight through adversity and all those kinds of things like those are big yourself. big highfalutin notions of like of 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 how to live your life those things exist in in media right but it's not like educational now everything feels like it's like educational like it's a pbs program <laughs> like they like they inject like their 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 doctrine into it you know what i mean it's like it's like they they took all media and put it through a filter like um have you ever heard of like the 1619 project I don't think I have. Okay, I believe it was started by the New York Times. Correct me if I'm wrong, anybody out there. But it's like this, it's this brainchild of this group that decided that they're going to rewrite the whole course of, like the theme of, of U.S. history, right? Yeah. All of it. They're rewriting it through this lens called the 1619 Project. 1619 apparently is the year, the first year they had uh, chattel slavery Africans from Africa come to America to be slaves, right? Mm-hmm. So what they're saying is is that America didn't really start until the 1619, right? When slavery came and it's it shaped basically this program, this learning program that they have, and mind you, it's in our schools and everything. It's like a whole rework. It's like you rewired the whole system, right? Built around this premise that the 16, like everything in US history and everything around it has been put re- rebooted through this formatted filter of the 1619 project, right? I'm trying to think back to my college classes when I had history. You, you might well it that start, it did start it did start I, tell, I it did start at, around that area or that time, sorry. And um what, what was that? Well, that's what the thing. That Atlantic what was that trade? What was that trade name? The Atlantic Slave Trade. It was, I don't think it was, they didn't call it that because you know, college. But, well, here's the thing. Okay. But it did start around that. With the 1619 project you're basically like imagine if you will trying to put it in terms to help understand. Okay, so say like you had a main line mm-hmm. of history, right? The sixteen nineteen project is like a byway in that line. So you, like cut you off. connected and reconnected, right? So that every piece of information about our history has to go through this before it can continue on its way. Right. So up until the modern time Everything is connected to the act of enslaving people on this continent, according to the 1619 Project, right? And it feels like, to an extent, like if you watch media these days, that's how they're like they're yeah, they're putting everything through that lens, like they're putting everything through that filter, and that's what we're getting, right? And it, but it's not just that one; it's a whole quote unquote woke filter that they put everything through now. So now it feels like it just feels like. Like they're just trying to. It's like reeducate. It's like being sent to reeducate. Uh, I can't talk. Reeducate. It's like being sent to a reeducation camp without actually going to the camp. You're getting reeducated literally right on your couch, and you don't even know it. You, yeah, you don't even know unless getting, you like unless you have like you have knowledge. your own physical barriers 
in your mind that are able to like stop the flow of this and make you realize like you can slow it down and be like, whoa, hold on a minute. I know what this is. I detect, I detect bull crap. Yep. I smell some bull crap here. And, and it's bull just, crap. Or like just their, 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 it's like the silly requirements they have for like these, these movies and TV shows now and how like, you know, diversity is our strength and everything like that. Like that, that, I feel like that's blown up in the last three years, four years. And they keep talking about multiculturalism, right? And I've argued before and said that like, our greatest strength isn't through having multiple cultures because the problem is having multiple cultures, you end up having clashes because some cultures don't. It's not about being multicultural, it's about being multi ethnic, having the same culture because we're Americans, right? It's like look at the it's like the Roman Empire, for example. The Roman Empire was made up of a diverse different uh, all sorts of different people from yep. across across the globe, right? You had African Romans, you had uh, 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 they're a little there to the end. You had uh, European, Asians you had there. North European, or you had Asians, you had in Indian Romans, you had Greek Romans, you had Persian Romans, right? But here's here's the gist: Jewish Romans, they were all Romans, right? They might have lived in different parts of the world, but they all understood, like they lived under Roman law. Which I'm not saying that Roman law was it, it is or what we should have now or anything like that. Roman. But the thing is, I think if we if we establish a set of principles, right, mm-hmm. and decide we're going to live by these principles, then we oughtn't live by them and stop like stop identity. Here's the problem: people. is that identity politics is it, it, it's so it's greasy, it's internally greasy. And eventually, it's going to come back and bite them in the ass. Yep. I've said that before. I was talking to somebody just the other day about this, and I said that the problem with identity politics and the way they're doing things now is that it is a they are tripping over each other to try to prove who's the bigger victim, right? And that's game. where it ends up getting because they talk about like, but they they it, basically when they're trying to like come together, right, for their common cause. Once they once they've had with identity politics, it ends up fracturing them, right? Like because you know though you might have a common cause, when you're competing for victimhood, everybody mm-hmm. starts trying to measure their own victimhood against each other, and or, or and it's it's either a matter of like um, I feel like ancestry plays a lot in that too. Well, and see, well here's the thing though, like say for example, like you know as a cisgendered white male, right? Mm-hmm. I literally, according to their ways, have no opinion because my people have been running and ruling things for the better part of two, three centuries, right? Yeah, I have no have I that. have no voice. I can only help all the other minorities. I can't yep. I can't do anything, right? That's that, that would that's be what wrong. They, that would be wrong of you. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah, I'm not allowed to have a voice and to check my privilege, you know. How dare you scum. You know what I mean? Like that's and that's what it's come to. I I I'm I'm cool, man. I'm good on all that. You know, I uh, I I I like watching the fi- the firestorm. I like watching when when people clash, uh, uh and they wa- you watch identity politics. It's like a it's like a Ouroboros, only not as nice and symbolic of a snake eating itself. It's like a two savage snakes eating themselves. <laughs> like it's it's not it's not nice sounding. It's two savage snakes going at it. I just wonder, um, like how far? What what is the end goal of this? Like, what are they? Okay, okay. Let's say they succeed. Mm-hmm. They get their little. They get they were their ways. Yeah. And people, you know, let's fall. Just let's just say blank blankly follow the rules. 
what's after that because you can't be just finished with that oh no no there's there's like this is just step this is like step five in the series of 60 steps you know what i mean like yeah. they have their end games in mind I, I honestly i couldn't tell you where it ends i i have ideas but i don't even like speculating on that because it's so far down the road people would call into question my sanity and my my higher judgment if i didn't if i said it out loud now not knowing everything you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't say it on the air simply because people would think things... Like, I think it's too far away for me to say things because people would judge me based on what I say. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I, I have an inkling. I have an idea based on the, uh, the, the information. It's like, it's the grand math equation, right? You get data, you fill it, you fill in this data into the variables, right? And mm-hmm. then you begin to plug out the equation and figure out what the outcome is going to be. And... I see things the way the way the way play I play around it, with that equation a little bit and just like ooh, put a little bit more. But that's in. the thing, though. No, you you keep the more you collect data, the more it's coming to this outcome that you thought it was going to be, and it's terrifying to think that this is a like that's the possibility. But like I said, it's too far away for me to begin to even like let me the, let me let's see. I need more. I need more data before I can say for sure what their end game is. But I have an idea. Of where it could possibly lead. It's no good either. Like, it's never any good. It's never good. Because, like, to me, I feel like we've, as human beings, as, like, the plebs, the proverbial plebs of of society, we have begun to outgrow our use. And that eventually, like, we're, our type are going to be the first to go because we don't fall in the line, right? Yep, we don't fit the code. But then you have the types that are following them. They will follow them all the way into the breach, into their nonsense. Into the it, they will literally follow. They will they will they will fall straight into. It makes me think of um, the music video for another brick in the wall, where the kids are just falling into the meat grinder. Yeah, like they're like our our types, the types that like you know that uh, uh, abscond their normal views. We're the ones that we're going to get. They'll kill us, right? Yep. They'll just kill us. They're not going to. They're not going to let us run. We're not free range. They're not going to let us just do what we want. They're going to kill us because the problem is, and nobody's going to be a- angry at us getting killed because at the end of the day, they'll, they'll the, even. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether you're you're left wing or right wing. It doesn't matter at this point because we're the ones that aren't those things. So we're the ones that are going to get rid of first because we can't be cordoned off, right? We 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 go above and beyond what they perceive. So they're going to kill us first, and no one's going to argue because they we're the as far as they're concerned we're the extremists, and they'll label us as extremists, and people will be glad for them, will pl- applaud them for yeah, kill- I can see that for 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 but killing they- us. You know, we'll we're, we 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 refuse to be domesticated, right? Yep. And I think that's what it breaks down to is like we're free range humans in a world where they're trying to make us like caged humans. They're, they're right? doing this. <laughs> That's a scary kind of, that's a scary thought. But that's, but, but that's I really that what happening. I think, that's what I kind of more or less see it leading Move to. Move away is, from the rural areas, moving to the cities. Yeah. They, well, that's the thing. They, it's easier to cordon us off. And not only that, like we're talking physically and mentally cordon us off with the, with the left, right paradigm. It's so easy to like get people riled up yeah. and get them into, and, and divide them and divide them and divide them. Where there's, and the thing is, there's still people, right, who, exist in a outside of those realms but the problem is is that they're they've equated those variables too because there's the radicals and they use the radicals for their own means even though they're wild animals 
they use them for their own means as examples for the like that people that think like them or even mm-hmm. close to them are dangerous. Yep. I.e., people like us who we're not radicals, but we kind of we're closer on the spectrum to the radicals than we are to like thought wise than to the people that in the left right paradigm. Uh, they're the examples they will use to kill us because I, they'll say we are just to, uh, where we are tomorrow's radicals today or tomorrow. Like I mean, I you get what that. I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, didn't they go after? Didn't they go after podcasters? Call them conspiracy, like basically label them all conspiracy theories. I mean, not all podcasters, but I thought they did. I mean, some or, some well, toe I mean, the line, but <laughs> they went there. But, I mean, honestly, that's about as close as I will get to what I think is going to happen. Because, like I said, there's I mean, still I, a lot of variables, and I don't want to get into too much detail because I feel like you're just going to. I don't. Give my I don't know <laughs> enough, and people are going to label me as a kook if I go too much further into it. My yeah. my theory. Get, you know, I got labeled a kook at work like three times, so I mean, I'm there. I'm okay. I, listen, I'm okay with being a kook. Yeah, I mean, it, I but don't. the thing is, I would never put anything out to my audience that I wasn't 100. percent Not even 100. I don't have to be 100. If it's if it's above like the seventy percent margin, I'll go ahead and start espousing. Do. <laughs> right, but because I feel like at that point you've you, you you're close enough, right? And and because the thing is like if I if I wait till like I've invariably said it's close enough to seventy percent, if I'm wrong, uh, there's less likelihood that I'm wrong if it's above that percentage. But right now this this whole big weird spiderweb theory that I've had in my head for months is. Uh, still only sitting at like less than like 35%. And I can't, I can't put that out there to people. Not yet. Because there's just not enough. Uh, I, I haven't done enough data on it, not enough research, but understand that the, the gears are turning. Right. And if anybody mm-hmm. hasn't, if everybody, if there's anybody else out there that has that same kind of vibe going on, like they got this, like the, it's like, you can't, the chess pieces are moving. But you can't see the forest for the trees on this. Like it's it's too, it's like it, it it's too like you, you try to see the future, but right now it's just like smoke and shadows. You can't really can't really glean too much from it yet. Nothing no, nothing's reflected off your vision yet. You know, I I yeah I can't. I used to be good. Like I, I don't know where this is like all gonna end up. Like I can't see three years from now. Because th- things are just changing so fast, like, well, it's, it's is these people gonna just like when are we gonna stop and just like Elon Musk be? is gonna make us robots? That's where it's gonna stop. Oh, with that brain chip. I just yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I say, I don't know why my mic's been messing up. Um, so not to change the subject, but um, I asked the last person who came on and did the show with me, um, are you are you voting? Yeah, I'm gonna vote. Do you mind me asking who you're voting for? You already know, Mr. Trump. Oh, okay. Now, is this a protest vote against Joe Biden? No, it's just an honest vote. Like you like you like him? I like him. I'll say out there, I like him. (sighs) What like not not for like you know yeah like okay so when you say you like him, you're not saying like okay I'm trying to like wrap. Do you like him like him or you like the fact that he causes chaos or like he that he rep, that he he ruffle he 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 agitates he the, the feathers he ruffles he ruffles the feathers and agitates the status quo is that what you like him for or do you actually like, like him I I like the policies and stuff he's got 
he's got I think he's got a good intentions to everything he he tries doing. I know obviously I'm just I'm the I know it's the Q stuff that ruins me for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well you know I said that thing yesterday. Yeah. I I I just I see I'm on the edge about them. I don't know. I at first I was like, oh man. I'll I mean, I'm not mad at you for voting for him. No, I mean, it's like I think I would, I would definitely take more cause for you. Like if you came in here and said I'm voting for Joe Biden, I'm like, God, excuse me. That's like, okay. See, no, it's just it's more the fact that like, like I don't even. It's scary to say you're voting for Trump or even show any kind of like to him. Well, okay. in, in areas that's so I, I get what you're saying. So, and I, I I see that you know what I mean I think it depends on what circles you you roll in because like if I told people at my job. I'm voting for Trump. I would probably get more people happy. Like I, I'd probably have people happy that I was voting for Trump and not telling them that I'm voting for uh, Joe Jorgensen. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they are kind of upset that I'm voting for Joe Jorgensen. But the people who are voting, I do know a few who at work who are voting for Joe Biden. But the thing is, like at work, for some reason, I think it's just at, at the at the factory of sadness. It's a strange political landscape because, like, you you nobody's afraid to espouse their political beliefs in that setting. Like Mm -hmm. people debate all day long about it. Right. Like it's just like, and just on and on and people play devil's advocate and, you know, just playing to that left, right paradigm. I know you're not up in that left, right paradigm stuff. I, I, you're voting for Trump probably the same for the same reasons I voted for him in 2016, because one, the opposition the the idea of the opposition actually winning terrified me, uh, and two, for all what it's worth, he, I mean, I I, I hope I thought he was doing I thought his ideas were going to be good for the country, mm-hmm. which I mean I guess before I mean the thing is like before COVID yeah I think if every I think we were doing great yeah you know unemployment I mean I my my like if I said from 2016 to 2020, uh. How is your your you know your your conditions your living conditions? How is your your quality of life right? And I would say between 2016 and 2020, my quality of life and my living conditions up until COVID had gone up exponentially, mm-hmm. exponentially, not exponentially. That's not a word. Uh, but I would say my my quality has gone up. Mm-hmm. My income's gone up. My quality of life's gone up. All those things have happened in four years. So really, I, w- I should vote for him. But we're all held to our... You know. Up until COVID. Because COVID put a giant wrench in everything. Now, whether or not you want to believe, like... It's because we talked about it before. It's real. I mean, there's a reason you're on the show today. Yeah. And the doctor was on the show last week. Because my podcasting partner got COVID, Right. It's real. I never, not once did I ever espouse that it was fake. It was just a matter. I was unsure of it. It was was, conflated, though. You know what I mean? Like they made it. They made it this this giant juggernaut of a virus. Yeah, and I feel like if you get your mindset in that, and you get like you get some kind of illness, and you got that mindset, like oh no, I got COVID. It's going to make you think. It's going to produce these bigger, better symptoms. You know what I mean? In a few years, uh, it's not going to matter. COVID is going to be treated like the flu. I guarantee it. I guarantee it's going to be treated like the flu. 
that's I mean, if if you want me to predict one thing, that's that it's just gonna keep coming back. It's just gonna get added into the flu shot. You know what I mean? That's that's really how I feel. But are they about gonna it. make everybody get flu shots? You think? Um, I think, and this goes back to my notion of corporations, right? Private entities, when it comes to their employees, are kind of entitled to certain things. Like there are workers' rights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But a company can tell you, like, if you don't take this, we will fire you, right? Yeah. And, you know, you might win down the road if you file a lawsuit or something like that, which I'm sure there'll be plenty of those. But uh, I think it just depends on the setting. I think some places they are going to definitely make you do it, like hospitals and stuff. Yeah. You know, because they force, I mean, they force you to get the regular flu shot every year. But I don't get any of those. I'm just going to be honest no, with you. No, me neither. Um, I've had no use for them. But uh, I would say... It, it, I don't know. That's going to be another fight. We'll see. It's a scary thought. I think it's a scary thought that is. You want to you want to finally see, you know, uh, Civil War Part Two, Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> make the vaccine mandatory, and yep. watch the fur fly. Like it will. I mean, seriously. I that is a prediction I will make and say things are going to get gross. If they do that, I can get, I, I, there is no doubt in my mind. They're nope. going to go crazy, crazy. Yeah, well, it's going to be bad. Yeah. Like, I don't even, I don't know if it's to the point where I'm not leaving the house bad, mm. but I don't know. I look, I look at the time, you know, the times now and all the looting and other peaceful protesting that, you know, <laughs> they do out there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know much about it. I, like, what has happened to this world? What has happened? Who knows, man? I think we moved on. Like, Stephen King, Dark Tower style. Like, we, we broke from the central... We broke from the Keystone Earth. We're spiraling out of control in a alternate timeline right now. And I I gotta tell you, it's it's been entertaining, at least. And with that, I think it about wraps it up for the show. We're... we're yeah, we're up there. Yeah. Um. Well, I thank you, uh, Jake the Snake. Big Dick Daddy from Cincinnati for coming on the show with me. Anytime. If you want to hit us up. Oh, I was going to read an email from a listener. Came to us the other day. If I can find it. Sounds like Toe Beans is back. Blaring her music. Yep. We get a lot of comments on our YouTube, which I really appreciate as well. Has YouTube ever like, messed with you at all? Shadow Banja or anything? They just age restricted us on the episode last week, which is weird because we didn't cuss in it. Um, so this came from, uh, Jason Doby. He wrote bones, but I liked the sentiment of the message. He talked a lot about, uh, our last episode and we talked about, uh, the election and everything with the doctor and all that. And he talked about how he wishes like there'd be more parties like invested in the system instead of just a duopoly. I, I, I would like that too. But he was saying he believed that Trump was going to win this year. He doesn't know. He, 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 he says it could be a landslide. He says, whoever wins, I think we have the potential for civil unrest from one side or the other. Again, hope you're doing well and keep up the great work, Jason Doby. Thank you for writing us, Jason Doby. I really appreciate it. Like I said before, I love reading these long-form emails from you guys. If you'd like to, you can always send it to our email, uh, bonesatubs at gmail.com. Send us a message. Uh, it might get right on the show. I'll probably respond to you or my partner will, as he did with Jason Doby's message. You could hit us up in the DMs on Instagram. My partner is more avid about it than I am, but I do occasionally answer <laughs> questions on there at Instagram.com forward slash bones and tubs. You could also go, there's a link on our Instagram page for T Public 
to buy merchandise. You could get coffee mugs, shirts, all sorts of stuff. Great stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Purchase something, you know, you wear it out. You're like, what's that? It's a podcast I listen to. It's great. You know, if you want to send some money our way, we have patreon.com forward slash bones and tubs. Uh, we also have PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App. Uh, I'd like to thank JMY5 at JMY5 Studios for doing the artwork for the show. I asked for a couple things last week in the cover of last week's episode, and I'm going to probably ask for some stuff again this week in this week's episode. He does amazing work, everybody. You should check out his uh, JMY5 Studios uh, on Instagram. Uh, I think he has JMY5.com as well, where you could buy. He makes T-shirt designs and stuff like that. Real good stuff. Uh, we also thank the thank Blood Brave for letting us use his music on the show. Throw some positive vibes his way. You know, he's been going through some stuff here lately. We'd like to thank you all for listening. I'd like to thank Jake the Steak for coming back on the show again. Anytime. We hope you uh, enjoyed it. We hope you guys have a safe safe week in between now and then, you know. Enjoy the enjoy the weather out y- Thursday. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think that's the last day. It's going to be 80 degrees. You know, and I'd say next week episode will definitely probably be uh, spooktacular because Ooh. it's right before Halloween. Spooky. But uh, between now and again, you guys stay safe, okay? We love you. No, I say it like loud. Oh, like real loud? Yeah. We love you. We really do.